live from Cape Town. This is the voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. Welcome back uh, to the Airways of uh, the Voice of the Cape. While we're into the last few minutes of our program Q&A, maybe one or two core questions that we can get in. Uh, Mufti, I have a hotel suite uh, that I own. Is there anything wrong if I let it out to people that consume liquor? I do not have control over who is using my particular suite that I own, Mufti. When you have a hotel or a hotel suite and so forth, so what you can do is this, that you tell them, for Muslims obviously, that obviously there's no alcohol and so forth here. But if it is non-Muslim, for them it is permissible. So what they do there, for example, you have Hindus, they start worshipping there in the hotel room. Or, for example, you have Christians, they start worshipping there. Or they start drinking alcohol. So that Islam will not hold you responsible because you are letting out that room for them to stay in. They pay you the hundred rand, five hundred rand, thousand rand per night or whatever your fees are. So your transaction is legal. What they are doing there is their business and you will not be held responsible. But obviously with Muslim, you need to advise them that no alcohol allowed because today is a sad, sad situation. So many Muslims, especially our youth, they involve in alcohol and drugs and tuk and what and what. Shikha Mufti, a final question for this evening. It says, uh, if a girl is learning Haifs Mufti and the classes are in the mosque, uh, when she have her khayd, can she still enter the masjid and recite as well? Almighty Allah Azza wa Jalla informs us in a noble Quran, Ya ladina amanu, la taqrabu swalata wa antum sukara that you cannot enter the masjid when you are in the state of junub and in the state of junub means ceremonial impurity and when a person is in the state of drunkenness so junub will mean that you are in need of ghusl so similarly you cannot enter the masjid in the state of haze and stay there in that masjid that definitely is not permissible no according to the shafis no hanafis no one allows that so for this sister to go inside the masjid, stay there in the state of menses and say she's doing haves, no, definitely unacceptable. Shukran indeed, Mufti. Well, uh, that concludes all our questions uh, this evening. Uh, shukran indeed to each and everyone for participating and sending in your questions. That leaves us with about uh, four minutes uh, for Mufti to give us some beautiful nasikha, inshallah. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Almighty Allah Azza wa Jalla in the Noble Quran, Surah Ali Imran, the third surah and the third chapter of the Noble Quran, verse number eight. So Surah 3, Surah Ali Imran, verse 8, Almighty Allah Jalla wa states, Rabbana la tuzikh gulubana ba'da idh hadaytana wa hablana min ladunka rahmah innaka antal wahhab. Oh Allah, do not let our hearts get deviated. After you have given us this guidance, you gave us Islam, you gave us Iman, and grant us from your side the special mercy. Indeed, you are the best of givers, O Almighty Allah. Now why am I saying that you mother, father, parents, you teachers, teach yourself, teach your children, teach your students this dua? You see, I just returned from Iran, and I have to share these three incidents. 
this is what I saw myself. It's not a hearsay or what I read in a book. We were traveling from Qum, that is the spiritual capital of Iran. Thousands of students come there. Six South African students are studying there as well. We were traveling from Qum to Isfahan. We stopped in a place called Kashan. When we stopped there, we had a very good guide. He could speak very good English. I told him, I read somewhere, that in Iran they have made a shrine for the person who murdered and killed Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala. And he said, yes, it's right here in Kashan, and we are going. He took me there, and they called that the shrine of Baba Shujauddin. Imagine we are the Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah, whether we Shafi'i or Maliki or Hanbali or Hanafi or whatever, and they in Iran, they have put up a shrine for the murderer of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu an. His name was Abu Lu'ulu al-Majusi, Abu Lu'ulu, the Zoroastrian fire worshipper, and there they call it the shrine of Baba Shujauddin. So that's one incident. Second incident, Iran has a, a population of 70, 70 million people or more. 15, 14 million people live in Tehran. They, last week, Friday, I was there Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, Saturday morning, early morning, 4 o'clock, I had to leave. So when we were there, I made thorough, proper investigation through my agent, through the embassies. There is not a single masjid for us, the Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah, in Tehran, the capital, the one of the only capitals in the world that does not have a masjid for us. What a disgrace that is. But they call themselves the Islamic Republic of Iran. And third one is, when I went to the masajid and everywhere, I had to enter, I had to read Salat on my own, not behind them, but I had to go through their books, and it's freely available, you can pick it up anywhere. Allah forbid, Allah forbid, they curse the Sahaba, Allahumma al-an Abba Sufyan, Allahumma al-an Muawiyah. This is openly in their books is written. I got one here in front of me in my, on my desk here. Oh Allah, curse Abu Sufyan. Oh Allah, curse Muawiyah. These are Sahaba and companions. So my dear fathers, mothers, teachers, elders, the responsibility lies with all of us that we have to teach our children and our juniors that, remember, we can never have unity with the Shias. We cannot have unity with people who are swearing and cursing the Sahaba, people who have made shrine of the murderer of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu anh, people who don't even allow us a masjid in Tehran, the capital. I've been to so many countries, America, China, Canada, and where and where, Non-Muslim countries, communist countries give us permission to pray, they have a masjid, but what an indictment and sad situation. So we must always read this dua. We should not get caught up in the dollars for scholars' business. Rabbana la kulubana ba'da Oh Allah, do not let our hearts get deviated. Ba'da after you gave us guidance. Wahablana milladunka rahma. Grant us from your side, oh Allah, the special mercy. Keep us with Iman and amongst the Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah and let us die with Iman and Islam and we hold after the Anbiya, Prophets and Messengers the greatest rank goes to the Sahaba all the companions of Mustafa alayhi salam Allah Ta'ala said Radiyallahu anhum wa
duan all my Allah is pleased with them and they are pleased with Allah wa kullu wa adallahu husna for all of them is jannah so how can any person start cursing them may all my Allah guide them to the truth and all my Allah protect us all so zakallah khairan brother Muhammad Zain management all the esteemed listeners make dua for us and the ummah and especially for our brothers sisters children in Mali may all my Allah make it easy for them and destroy the enemy jazakallah khair assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh afwanu alaykum assalamu alaykum wa barakatuh shukran indeed mufti abdul qadr hussein allah protect and guide you inshallah and nice to have mufti back in the country again inshallah assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh wa alaykum assalam wa rahmatullahi well, that was uh, the Honorable Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein answering all of your questions here on the program Q&A. Uh, that concludes our program. Of course, once again, a big shukran to all of you for participating, for those tuning in on the new frequency, 89.8. And uh, remember, if they don't know yet, uh, tell them 89.8 the FM. That is the frequency that's, uh, um, that is uh, substituting 90.7. So for two more weeks, we will still have 90.7 alternate days. Um, but 89.8, that is where you're able to listen to us better, more clearer every single day, 24-7 inshallah. From myself Muhammad Zain Majid, until and next time I greet you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi